1: Hello and welcome to the Game Podcast from the Times. I'm Gabriel Marcotti and it says here that this is the best place to get a review of the weekend's football action. I like to think so. Many people like to think so. Uh, Maybe you'll agree. The Premier League is back. We're all excited because we're all supposed to go and say, oh look, did the international break all stink? But to celebrate the fact that the Premier League is back and with a bang, we have an exceptional panel. My favorite panel because there's people who actually show up and don't just talk down the line. It's... Tony Cascarino, the excellent Alison Rudd, and finally, the excellent Julian Lawrence. Coming up, we'll be talking some Wayne Rooney and footballer behavior, and also some Spurs and West Ham, a cracking game. But there's one place to start, and it's at Old Trafford. No doubt, Alison, we will be getting into Jose Mourinho and some of the things he said after this game. But I wanted to point out, just to remind everybody, that this Manchester United team goes out there without their best defender, without their other key centre-back who's supposed to be a United captain one day because he's so clever and he did his A-levels. That would be Chris Smalling. Uh, without Marwan Fellaini, who's not everybody's cup of tea, but is big and tall and has started most games. And without Slatan Ibrahimovic, who has played every minute of, uh, of every game in the Premier League for Manchester United ahead of this game. He goes out there without all those people and he has the upper hand. You want to show him some love?
2: Oh, not really. I think you could flip that and say this was the lineup a lot of Man United watchers and lovers wanted to see.
1: What without Eric Bailey?
2: Yes, not necessarily. It was just. It was just. It was just. It was Rockwell more. It was Jones. a more logical lineup. There were players playing with the call for Rashford to play centrally, for example, and he was. It had a nice feel to it, and some of their play uh, had freedom and uh, was exciting. And yet, I think you can say they were at home arsenal were incredibly they lined up so defensively i just felt what is, what 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 is it that man united are not doing to have established a two or three goal cushion before the inevitable happened which was shiru comes on scores with a header which i think anybody with a modicum of interest in football would have known was going to happen i think rather than giving love i would say why? Why are they still tentative? Why? Why did that lineup not go at a very, very uh, meek and mild Arsenal side? And that is worrying, I would say.
1: Cass, might I suggest because that it might have something to do with the fact that the people who are out are actually better than some of the people who are playing. I mean, I, I, I know, like we all have to jump on the Rashford thing, but. Mm. I think he would have rather played Ibrahimovic if he could have, mm. and I think he certainly would have rather played by and uh, and Smalling rather than the two guys who did play. And I think it had a knock-on effect throughout the team, perhaps in, in midfield, so that like you know they weren't quite as relaxed as they might have been. Am I am I wrong here? Are you going to show Mourinho a little bit of love? Or are you going to be as harsh as Allison?
3: We've always held Jose as been a really good tactician. Obviously, his record speaks for itself. Um, certainly, my days at Chelsea watching him, I thought he. Made a lot more right decisions than wrong, uh, but I felt there, in a game, Arsenal were very, very negative. It was the most dismal game for an hour, and Man United created very little and were the better team. But I felt that you have to go after Arsenal. I think you, you know their brittle side that they've been over the years. Mm-hmm. Where Mourinho, why he's got the better of Wenger, is because of the way he goes for the game. I think he's always gone for the jugular more often than not, and I didn't think they quite did. and you're right, Slatham would have played down the middle, but I would have probably wanted to stick to someone alongside him with pace like Rashford to go down the middle. I, I think that would have been the way to really hurt Arsenal. Um, it was such a dull game for so long until Mata scored. But it's the crash bag wallop of the print now. Okay. Well, um, <laughs> Gab, it's, it's sometimes you have to do horses for courses. And if you want to really test Arsenal, you always know that that is their Achilles heel. That you go after them, you bully them, you intimidate. You've got a chance more likely to win the game.
1: Hey, so, Julian, is it possible that, I and mean, surely if Cass and I can figure this out, Mourinho will probably figure it out too. But he probably also says that, look. I have Jones and Rojo back there and Arsenal have the little nippy fast guys and actually defeat would really be really really bad mm. especially an undeserved defeat and a win would be good but you know it would probably be outweighed by the damage of a defeat and so you know we'll just we'll just do enough and, and not go crazy and go for the and try to compress Arsenal and, and open up to the counter attack
4: Yeah I think he thought he had enough to win the game and he did right? Yeah and he did up oh. to the the you know. Peter Check you had the, 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 the save two really good Peter Check saves. Yeah. You had the mm. you had a few chances more more than Arsenal obviously, who had only one shot on target and that was the the, the header. And as much as, as Arsenal were disappointed, I thought the Grand plan for United worked to a certain point. They were yeah. not you know they were not amazing. And like I said, I thought it was a quite boring game for for a while. But in the end, it, you know it, it always must work. So I think Jose deserves some credit.
2: What what hang on? What are you giving him credit for?
4: To, for putting Pogba in the right disposition Position. for once and we talked that, about that last week Last week, I think where we said about uh, or last week or the week before about Pogba and, and and how obvious it was for Carrick to get the best out of Pogba and, and we saw I think a very good part Pogba on Saturday and and I think it works very well in midfield there especially against Cochrane and Neni who without Cazola don't have the same impact on the ball for Arsenal and you could see that missing as well for them so I thought that was spot on the, the, the only thing maybe was in terms of the substitution he made was Schneiderlin coming on a bit late maybe, 84th minute. Maybe he could have brought him a bit earlier, let's say the same time as Giroud came on for Arsenal. I thought Schneiderlin coming on was a bit late. And then when, when Oxley chamberlain came on and played as that sort of like right wing-back in a way because he came off for Jenkinson, was putting Rashford against him the best thing that Mourinho could have done instead of maybe Absolutely switching something... I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't understand that
3: plan of changing the lineup and pushing Rashford to the wide position. He's a nineteen-year-old kid who quite clearly would not understand the importance of defensive work on a side. And once, I mean, the way Chamberlain skipped past him, you can tell he had no idea you, how to defend that position. When
1: you put Rashford there because he's athletic enough to stay with yeah. Chamberlain.
3: What do you, and also, you? Uh, is right, the thing. What you've said there is absolutely correct. Yes, he is athletic. But he wouldn't understand the importance. No, but he doesn't understand mentally how to do it.
1: What is he, a doofus? I don't understand. He's 19 years old, right? No. Well, he is a doofus,
3: He's completely left in a standstill position against a white man who. He's not going to. I know he doesn't know how to do it. Whether we, me and you sit there and but he I don't. How do you not
1: know how to do this when a you're a professional footballer, but b like you know that these people have gone through the Old Trafford. They're not like normal people, right? Mm. The, 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 these people, like from the age of what, whenever he joined the United Academy, which I'm assuming is would have been twelve or thirteen or fourteen, right? They have coaches. They've been training him every day. <clears throat> it seemed like I mean the way Jamie Carragher, for example, explained it, it seemed like such a basic thing that this guy got wrong. I don't think there's anything no, no, wrong in saying that he screwed up.
4: The difference is, imagine, when, when Rashford plays as a as a left winger, if you want, he's used to defend against the opposition's right back. Yeah. Okay? This time, he was not a right back he was defending against. It was actually Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, who is a Who's right playing winger. right back. Yeah, but he's a right winger. He's not a right back. So, the way... Sorry, what are you, what's...
1: If they have, if they
4: when if they're in Rashford, possession, what, is the, what, what is the difference? What is the difference? you used to defend against you're... right backs in the league, okay? Because
1: like, say, Hector Bellerin.
4: Right, okay. Mm-hmm. Even Hector Bellerin would have, wouldn't have passed him the way Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain did. You don't
1: think so, no? Definitely Why? Not. Because yeah. he's too slow? Because, because he's a
4: right back. He, although he's an offensive right back, he doesn't attack mm-hmm. like a right winger. You it, can't ask a right back to do the same as a right winger. And for Rashford to defend against a right winger is completely different than to yeah. defend against a right back. move he was, a, yeah, let's tell, move on
3: to he was confused.
4: He could tell that he wasn't quite sure okay. of how to defend. So, so do we blame
3: Rashford? Blin, or, Blin, by the way? What? Who? Who's that? Blin.
4: Blin. Came Blin. On a, Who's
1: Left back. Blin. Blin should have What? <laughs> yeah. What? Exactly. Isn't know. it?
2: Hang on. Isn't just to defend Rashford a little bit? Isn't it, he's worked his socks off presumably yeah. down the middle. Trying to, he knows the pressure's on him. Suddenly, he's got this brand new job right. to do against someone who's just come off the bench. He's already super fast and has more energy than anyone else on the, on the bench. He can be forgiven a moment of. <laughs> I'm
3: not questioning Rashford. I'm questioning Mourinho. Oh right, yeah, yeah,
1: let's go. Let's, you guys can't show the guy any. Less. Sorry, just saying, there's bit. no. I, I think we need some castles in here to balance things out. On the, uh, let's look at it the other way. Let's talk about uh, evanger You guys all saying that they were way too defensive. yep yeah. Arsenal. No. What? No. No. Aha, uh-huh, You're Wait, wrong, Cass. I just, I just thought they
4: couldn't. They, they they were in a bad day. Bad days happen in football. You can't always be at your best. Ozil can't always be, at, especially after the international break. Sanchez, I don't, I don't, I don't really know why Alexis Sanchez started up front like that. It would have been better on the left. I don't <laughs> think he was ready to play. This is the
1: age-old thing. Like seriously, I and I, the, the Sanchez, the Sanchez thing, because there are people who say he's no. Yeah, this is his real position when they win, and then they lose, then they don't. Don't, they don't play well and now he needs to go back I mean I personally like him on the wing I like Giroud up front but then I say like I like Giroud and people are like oh no look you're an idiot because he's <laughs> no, a big tall lump no, and he misses lots just, of chances I'm just
4: saying that I don't think Alexis was fit enough to play as a centre forward in that game well you'd almost That's... think he was I thought he would have been, would have been okay something. to play on the left not, not centre forwards for example but I think Wenger I think he realised the team was not in a very good day that they were struggling on the ball they were very sloppy in their passing and that he, he tweaked Things I thought again, Giroud could have come in earlier, but I think the the Oxlade-Chamberlain on the right-hand side was was a very good idea. I have to say. I thought they were just appalling to watch, actually. And you know what? But they were not defensive. They didn't go there. It was defensively. a very defensive line. But because they were in a bad day, and when you're in no, a bad day, yeah, shoot, when you're not playing well, and you know it, yeah. when you're not know in good well, form, and you knew, know it, he knew I, no, no, him, a, even a, the players. Nine
2: o'clock the night before, See, did he? Wenger
4: didn't say to his player, "You're going to play deep today. We're going to play very defensive." Wenger never says that. Wenger says to his boy, "Just let you know, but enjoy he, and play you, the usual football." You're, you're
3: already making the minds up of the players by your team selection because he put the two really holding midfielders in front of the back four, and also. I would argue that Arsenal are a far better team on the front foot. Now, without being yeah. kamikaze, they are a much more better team. When they try and, you know, as a, a, a tactical game plan, I think Arsenal fall down way more. And they did get away with it. We know they got away with it. They scored with their only attack with a, with a minute to go. So they they had totally got away with this game.
4: But I, I just, I don't think he told them to be defensive. They were in a bad day, they realised it, mm. they were not sharp in their passing, but, and when they're not sharp, that's, that's what they revert to. I gotta kinda go back to this,
1: and I'm a big fan of Iwobi, and I uh, hold my hand up, I don't know what he did during the international break, if he went away, or, or whatever. Yeah. And I like Ramsey too, but I don't like Ramsey when he plays like this. I, I thought Ramsey was, was really, really a rough time. What does he will be need to do to get back on the pitch? Well, why was he not starting? Has, well, he, has he been like I secretly would... poor in training? Or... No, I,
3: I think the the Tottenham performance, where I think slightly Wenger might have felt, I take him out the firing line. Sometimes with younger players, you go. He had a bit of a difficult game mm. and didn't quite happen for him, and I think that's probably the reason why he was taken out the, the first team.
2: But with no right. with no Fellaini, you've got to have Giroud there bossing no, it, good. haven't you? I mean, it just felt. A bit unbalanced and not very What's the
4: problem here like what you, like seriously like is it I don't know. I, I I I don't know. I'm not even sure Olivier knows himself. I think it's Alexis has done very well. But again I don't want to go back to the international break, they're professional players, blah blah blah. But he's played he he was injured. He played the two games. He <laughs> came back doing like thirteen or fourteen hours playing. He came back on Thursday at six o'clock in the evening. And yeah, he still played at twelve thirty on a Saturday. Mm. I don't know. I was, was, I, was I was surprised. To I was surprised. I was surprised. That decision
3: be, because he always looks at every angle, and normally with international matches, he'll pe- take people out the firing line. And he didn't with Sanchez. I thought that was very
1: strange. on the magic Tremendous technique. I thought the build-up. I thought it was also nice, good, good technique from from Pogba in the build-up as well. Yeah. The, the more I watched it, the worse though it looked in terms of in terms of Theo Walcott oh and, and 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 I suppose on then he had to track the runner, whoever it was. But, you know, it's funny because I have one guy on Twitter in particular who whenever I'm critical of Theo Walcott comes out and says, oh, but he had 27 goals and 19 assists like three years ago and blah, blah, blah. And I look at this and I'm like, you know, we talked about Rashford switching off before. All right, well, what's this guy's excuse?
3: None compared to Rashford.
1: (laughs) I mean, seriously. Yeah,
3: none. Because he's a much more experienced player. He's a guy that's played that position for numerous seasons. If you lose concentration in certain moments of a game when you're under pressure, the price is what happens with Matter scoring, because you fe- you fell asleep slightly and get caught out of position. Then you're trying to make catch up on a player that's got away from you. Not
1: to mention Mata's so slow, you would imagine yeah. Walker could he could easily exactly. catch and him. He was,
4: well, he, did, he was there. It's like if he had away. to run for ninety yards and yeah. he's just shattered he's pretty, and he can't. And he's he's there. He's looking at him and he's just jogging slowly and then suddenly the guy got a score and he was like oh maybe I should have gone a bit closer, and closer I don't
1: I don't understand this guy we're going to be talking about Wayne Rooney footballer behaviour later um, but there's a quote here from Jose Mourinho and I have to say I haven't read the original quote so you guys will bear with me for a second I'm going to find it because the headline says Mourinho quote Rooney is too slow the actual quote
3: the other players are quicker basically I
1: believe players like Martial and Rashford Juan Mata, which I think that's where you really start <laughs> yeah, to yeah. worry. Uh, we're faster than Wayne, better attacking opponents, one-to-one one in the last line, blah, blah, blah. Now, obviously, he's talking about it, Rooney, in this context. Should we all just, like, take a deep breath and kind of chill a little with with Rooney and talking about I mean, I'm I'm kind of surprised Mourinho's even talking about him. I, I, you mean I'm,
2: talking about him as a player? You're surprised yeah. he's talking about him as a player? He will be asked.
1: I know, but was he duped by people in the When they're like, why why didn't, I mean, I'm trying to picture this, right? Because had I been at this game, I'm imagining, like, one question I would not be asking of Mourinho is, why didn't you start Wayne Rooney? Is it the case that somebody actually asked him rather than him volunteering this information?
2: I wasn't there, but I would. I, why wouldn't you ask the question, girl?
1: Because it's a freaking stupid question.
2: No, it's not, because it gets headlines.
1: I know, but there are other players who are better right now. He just had this whole rigmarole with, with his private life and whatever. There's.
4: I mean. Mourinho was asked, why did you drop Rooney? And then he said, I thought we were going to have the ball. And then he said, I believe the players are played. Was he right? Yeah. You asked me if he. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have started when Rooney. In
3: when, when you say quicker, and we all at, you know, matter, is he quicker than Rooney? Sometimes speed a, of thought yeah exactly yeah no no, no speed exactly. of thought there's no argument I mean uh, you know the, we it, all talk about you, you have a 50 metre race we all know that Wayne would beat Matter but speed of thought I think there's no it's unquestioned that Matter would certainly do something quicker than Wayne would
2: The speed point. I think the point you're making Gab is aren't you saying why didn't Mourinho say he's not fully fit he was not fully fit on international duty he has come back not 100%. That's why I didn't start him. You don't have to throw out, an insult yeah, at yeah, him. That's true. Now, which does imply he's, he's trying to get a message to Rooney that you, I, you need to up your fitness and mental fitness levels.
3: Can I just make one point here? And now, I know we look you at You've got ra- the last word here, Cass. The ratings. We look at ratings, and I know a lot of them are meaningless when we see them. But is there a game this season you'd have gone, if we all had to make a rating of a player where well, you'd have gone, Wayne was 8 out of 10 today? Would you have said that on any game this season? Now, remember, he's England captain, he's United captain. And we're all questioning whether he should be in the team and to me it's quite obvious, no. But would you go there was a game where actually, yeah, no, it was an 8 I don't out think of ten. I
1: think unless your unless your name is Paul and your last name is Stratford, I don't think anybody <laughs> would go and argue that.
3: <laughs> no, but that but that's your answer to why he's not in the team and why why are you saying he should not nobody should ask the question. Right. It's no, no, so no, 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 I,
1: I get how, I get how it works. And again, yeah. as a reporter, that's the question you want to ask. And as Mourinho, that, that's the question you probably don't want to answer, and maybe <laughs> at this point he answered it but,
3: but it, it was it's it was, been so average
1: obviously. yeah no no just that normally Mourinho is very good at yeah. coming out and deflecting mm-hmm. but I think Mourinho does have a point United I think have been really unlucky in a number of games certainly the in recent weeks and mm. you know they wouldn't be top of the table but they would be round around be where, where Spurs are mm-hmm. and people will be making less of an issue of this we're going to be back in a minute talking Spurs on West Ham and some more Rooney Shout out to our sponsors, FanDuel. That's FanDuel.co.uk. It's one day. It's just daily fantasy sports, basically. As regular listeners will know, that I thought fantasy sports was something that was slightly lame and slightly made for kids and people who didn't know better. But this is actually a bit different because they use a whole algorithm to tell you uh, how many points your guys get. Uh, The other thing that's pretty cool about it, unlike normal fantasy games, uh, you don't have to commit for the whole season you're in and out one or two days and you can win money off it. And, uh, there's the, um, the 22 player contest, for example, uh, which I've entered teams in and uh, it's four pounds an entry and you can win up to, uh, uh, 75 quid. Uh, so stuff like this I find is actually fun and, the way it works, obviously, people who've played fantasy will know you get a hundred million pounds you can spend on your squad. You gotta be clever about it because you have to consider who's playing that week and whatnot and uh, who's more likely to score points for you. Uh, anyway, you can go to fanduel.co.uk and if you enter our promo code, which is the game, not hard to uh, uh, remember, you're going to be given free credit of up to ten pounds if you don't win cash in your first contest. So it's, it's a pretty good deal. Now, this is only available in the United Kingdom. You have to be over 18. Please play responsibly. And of course, terms and conditions apply. We're back in Tottenham and West Ham. I thought from a neutrals' perspective, this was maybe one of the most exciting games of the weekend.
2: Oh, you are going to say the season. That's hardly high praise. <laughs> <laughs> it's,
1: it is what it is. But Alison, you had the good fortune of being there.
2: Yeah, they, they, they tend to be exciting when I'm there. I think there's a link. Yeah, no, it was incredible. It was a very, very strange match in lots of ways. First of all, going to the stadium, I've never seen so many police before kick-off outside the mm-hmm. stadium for the whole of the Premier League era. There wasn't any trouble. There were too many police for there to be trouble. And when you got into the stadium there was a really strange tension. London derby's habit always I know but it was a peculiar one this time. And uh, Spurs were really inhibited, really quite inhibited and it looked felt like West Ham thought oh going like, oh this is this is quite interesting I think we could get something here and West Ham played slightly more intelligent uh, football. Then you saw the celebration of the, the I think of, of any season. It, it, Harry Winks come through the academy, fans absolutely adore him, that boy could stop still blow his nose and they would cheer like crazy this is a really lovely story he got the equaliser then West Ham went back into the to the lead you thought what the hell's going on here because Spurs looked like they'd finally got their act together and then you get two really really late goals as in my opinion and I did put this to Slaven Bilic why on earth did he take Payet off when yeah. there were um, over 10 minutes left of the game, because there was six minutes added time in that match, it really made West Ham wobble. It gave the home crowd a lift, Spurs a lift. And I know you can't make these things logical. and you, I can't go back in time and prove it, but it felt like they were, instead of... Keeping going as they had been. They were they were clinging on and it was not the sort of game where you cling on.
1: But Alison, the guy who replaced Pyatt is one of those reliable Northern European types who will never let you down in his decision
4: making.
1: (laughs) Right. Like one of those crazy Latin types. You
4: cut him on a free as well from the Bundesliga and you were very happy.
1: Exactly. Now I when it comes to certain players and certain sort of certain fetishes that people have with the Bundesliga yeah, it, no. it just drives me absolutely <laughs> demented but that's an argument for, for another time Cass obviously Harry Winks tremendous story I mean goodness knows when's the last time some local kid named Harry goes and scores for West Ham um, but Tottenham er, Tottenham even but I, I'm just wondering, Joe, you know, from Pochettino's perspective because I, I was, I'm always I'm a big dally Alley guy I know he's been up and down mm-hmm. obviously he was in the bench yep. Jansen who you know I, I think <laughs> has issues Starting up front. Is this one situation where maybe we praise Pochettino for actually getting things spectacularly wrong and then fixing them?
3: Yeah, well, obviously the substitution of some was a huge difference. And getting it wrong. Janssen's, I've seen quite a lot of Dutch football in the last few years and without being sound really typical, generalising, there's a lot of bad strikers in Ireland. There are <laughs> Luke Dion, I watch regular, who's at PSV. Then I'd go to Milik, who was a who's now at Napoli, who was at Ajax, who I think is not bad, but never replacement for Iguain. I just think that you're judging from a very. Who's poor the level. Danish kid at Ajax now? Casper Dolberg. Who's He's got who's got Dolberg. Simon
1: Cooper excited? He's got Do you like him?
3: I uh, haven't seen him. Was he the a next lot? Victor Fisher? But I oh, think no. there's a lot of very average strikers, and Janssen... He holds the ball up, he does all the typical things we're going to say, leads the line well, blah, blah, blah. But he doesn't look nowhere near the right why quality. Is po-
4: why does Pochettino start him? I don't know. What was? It's it's not even starting him, it's like insisting with him. Because, you know, he gave him a few chances already and he mm. keeps playing him and he keeps even changing the team to accommodate Janssen. Because that formation but, with Eriksen mm. playing behind two strikers, is like... Why? They why were totally run that? around, Julian, Yeah, why mm-hmm. did you do that? It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. And that was just for Jensen. There was no other reason than doing that apart from him. And but clearly... He
2: hasn't, he hasn't got any centre-forwards beyond, beyond Harry Kane. He needs to oh, have some sort of it, backup. Stop it with this, this silly
1: argument. The Keep
4: the Dutch on the bench. Yeah,
1: first of all, you don't yeah. need to play with three centre-forwards exactly. in one go. And secondly, you've got Hong Min Son. and you have harry kane and you have this guy let let this guy be the third your your third striker yeah yeah i mean you have enough attacking midfielder types right that you don't need to go and 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 play two up front
3: and it's been so successful for tottenham playing that harry down the middle and ericsson on the right Deli in behind and maybe a son on the left uh lamella you know it's been very successful and they went they were totally outplayed for periods of the certainly the first half Mm.
2: yeah no, well, I just think he thinks he, he must believe the any I mean, yes, Janssen's dreadful. He must believe. <laughs> he must believe that all he needs is more match time. But you can tell from his physique, he's not going to be the whippet that no, Pochettino not likes true. to play.
4: But then you put your team in in danger of dropping points. Like you sh- they should have lost, and, and because trying to put Jensen again and again and again and again, mm. put your team in danger of dropping points where you probably wouldn't have if you'd play your best team and leave him on the bench, for example. That's why I don't understand Pochettino. You know, he's so intelligent. I just don't understand why he insists. You know, he keeps trying to accommodate the team for
3: Janssen. Well, he's, he's i, got, I
2: he's totally also got the juggling. Got
4: Chelsea
3: next game as well. Why yeah, haven't they? So and I think you'll find that you'll probably see Yansen now being on the bench week in, week out. I I think that was the last chance against West Ham. Well, he, he,
2: when he came off, he looked like a player who'd been told this is your last chance. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> looked, maybe, he looked yeah. like he knew he'd blown
3: it. Stevan
1: Bilic, I know we we have a soft spot for him. He's a lovely I man. Do. I do. Um, but West Ham's position at the table is really, really bad. I know, obviously, they had all the injuries and whatever else. And again, you were there, Alison. and I watched it on TV. I thought Soccer was terrible. He was I mean, bad, really, yeah. really bad yeah. in this game. And yeah. I don't know if he's not right or if he's not ready, and I'm wondering. And I know, like, he says, oh, I'll make a joke about ha ha ha, but then Simone Izzaza has to start, and yada, yada, yada. But there are other solutions, aren't there?
2: I quite like the depth of West Ham's squad, actually. And there are parallels with with Pochettino persisting with Janssen and and Bilic not realising earlier that that he needed to get Sacco off the pitch because he was off the pace and he didn't look interested. He looked like there might be issues going on. Mm. It's a a mean thing to say because we do not know what's going on, but he has had them in the past as a player. And sometimes some players are more visibly letting things get to them. And he how? wasn't linking up well either. Whereas, you know, no. w- sometimes this season, like in the um, in the League Cup against Chelsea, when West Ham click, mm. they look like a really quite yeah. superb team, and goodness knows how they're only one point above the relegation So
4: How can you play for West Ham in such a big game, well, or, or any games, and be so disgraceful like Saka was? Mm. <laughs> disgraceful. No, it, it was. It was, was. I thought it was. He offered.
3: He offered nothing to the it team. Was,
4: it's like if he was not playing. You would have done better than him. Gee, thank you. Yeah. Can I can I just ask
3: Julian one question? Because no. he's around the French squad. Yes. <laughs> Is Dimitri Payet as fit as he was last year? What, in terms said of weight the, and
4: in terms of what, just, fitness? He just looks
3: like he's slightly out of condition compared. Because Alison said in a piece and that that was a big
4: changing point. I still think he's doing well, but he just doesn't quite look as fit. I think he's always looked like this. I think he's always... He's always...
0: Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.
4: Looked like he was not the fittest and, and yeah. things like that. Dudes from a far away island, right? You don't always
1: get all the fine... True. <laughs> you know.
3: That's very true. I just, I just watched him and thought... For- there's only a slight difference in him, but I just thought, is he just a little bit out of con- not out of condition? That's unfair, but just slightly off the edge of his game.
1: More likely, West Ham to be relegated no. or Spurs to win the title.
3: No, neither. Who knows?
1: <laughs> you can't. You can't say <laughs> neither. No, you have more one has likely. to be more likely. Yeah.
3: Oh, more likely. Spurs, Spurs win the title. Spurs win yeah. the
1: title. Really? Yeah. You guys are that high on West Ham. You seem to remember. There's you seem to. You seem teams. to sometimes forget who runs the club. What would be? What, imagine. Look at how much negative press that stupid, stupid Olympic Stadium, sorry, London Stadium, has attracted. What is the best way to make this all go away? Relegate them.
4: <laughs> Send them back to the
1: Championship. No. then but Maybe they'll, go, they'll move
4: somewhere else. Maybe they'll move to Twickenham or something, and then they can come. And then you know. Seriously. Be- before the match, you can you assume village. Had a meeting with the players and said, okay, this is how they're probably gonna play, this is Spurs, this is the qualities of him and him, this is Son, this is what Son does. He runs in behind. If you leave that space, he's gonna go there. This is Jensen, this is how Jensen play. Yeah? When the when the West Ham players saw Son coming on and still played until the end, like if it was Jensen and not Son on the pitch, what went wrong there? How can you not think, okay, this is so- Son. Son is coming on. We know exactly how he plays. Let's make sure that he doesn't do what he does best, which okay. is running in behind us. So uh, I and can answer
1: ha- I can answer that question.
4: What is this Slightly? They think
1: or something? Okay, uh, well, then we'll move on. No, but put it this way. It's a team game. So having one person adjust, one person who realized this, or maybe even two people, or even three people who realize this, but then not everybody else realizes and you don't make the adjustment collectively, then it's not going to work. And then you're better off continuing to play the way I, you I, did.
4: I disagree. I think at that level, it should be able to say, okay, yeah. okay no, no, no. You're, you're, missing,
1: you're missing the point. You're missing the point here. Follow me what I'm saying I follow, here. I follow, okay. Your eyes as well. Let's suggest that three people realize this and three people had a plan for how to do it. Yeah. If they didn't trust that the person in front or maybe another person on the back three or the person on the wing was ready to make the adjustment because they didn't realize or they don't think that way they might have said, you know what, we're better off continuing this way because this person's not going to follow us. It's a bit like pressing. You do it collectively, it works. If one guy sends or playing the offside trap, for example, you get it? Okay, enough spurs for this show. You know, most weeks we have a debate section, and uh, this week we're talking uh, Wayne Rooney, the FA, uh, moral outrage. Wayne Rooney came out and uh, talked about how he feels harassed he feels it's disgraceful how the media have gone after him he's clearly not just referring to his uh, um, some of his performances on the pitch he's also referring to uh, this this story that came out um, during the international break international newspaper which ostensibly showing him revealed basically that he was out at five o'clock in the morning or not out he was in at the hotel but he was he joined this wedding party this was a night off. He had no commitment until, I think it was 11 o'clock mm. the next morning. And as we now know, he was probably injured at the time and wasn't going to be playing against Spain the next day. But this has really created, this has been one of those things that sort of, you know, has happened here in England sometimes, has, has been dominating the headlines, people talking about behavior. You've got ex saying, oh, they need to let their hair down. Other people saying, what's the big deal? Everybody drinks. Uh, in parallel with this, there is another story which was deemed newsworthy by some. Which I just find odd, but Adam Lalada and Jordan Henderson. By the way, I, I didn't know they knew each. Other. I mean, obviously they're teammates with England. But what do they know each other from the other Twenty Ones or what? They were never teammates, right? That's anyway,
4: since Liverpool, now, yeah, Liverpool, but they're very good friends. Okay, they're we're, 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 yeah. we're very good they friends. They
1: do the advert together. Yes, they do the advert together. They they decided that that on they used their time off to and I think in the end it was what it was like about 16 18 hours off something like that yeah to drive down to to Bournemouth to go to a strip club now I have no issue with the strip club it does seems like a long way to go for for 18 hours uh, but anyway I think Lelana's from that part of the world so yeah. maybe he wanted to yeah. to show Henderson what the south coast was like
2: you know we only see the bad side
1: right
3: I can imagine that Adam Lalana and Henderson had a conversation And probably, Adam I'm going back to Bournemouth this weekend I'm going to go back maybe see some family members he said but I tell you what should we have a night out or go somewhere and um, they've just joined up together and gone down there I can't sort of think this was a well planned journey let's go 180 miles out of our way to, so we won't be noticed in Bournemouth I mean just find that ludicrous
1: I just find this whole thing odd <laughs> because it seems to me that there's just belief here in England right that like when, when there's underachievement, it's always down. For some reason, it's, it's down to the environment of the camp, right? We had all these people whinging and whining. Oh, you know, Capello's camp. It was like a prison camp, blah, blah, blah. And like, you guys are there to do a freaking job, right? I mean, do we, do we, do we talk about like, you know, soldiers in war being too wound up and not having comfortable conditions? Now the opposite happens. Now they, 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 they supposedly treat them like, like adults and give them more latitude. And now it's a story in the opposite direction. And Cass, I would imagine you're going to tell me that every athlete drinks or whatever. The FA are investigating this.
3: No, not everyone does.
1: No, not everyone. No, no. No. Jordan Henderson is a teetown yeah. so, so is James a, Milner. Okay, great. So is James
3: McLean.
1: Uh, yeah, but he's got other issues.
3: He drinks fizzy drinks. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, but
1: the FA deems this important enough to investigate. And, yeah. and, and the way I kind of look at it is, I don't really care what you do. It's obviously not. It's only friendly against Spain. Nobody cares. But don't embarrass the people you're working for. Don't embarrass your employer. If you're out till 5 o'clock in the morning in a public place, at a wedding where people take pictures, and you're very famous, you're embarrassing your employer because you've been in this country a long time and you know that people will make an issue of it. Is that too much to ask of the England captain?
3: I don't know. I mean, I've been in these situations before, Gab, myself, and I would have had no intention... Of you know, of course, I might have gone out and ended up at a wedding party. I did at Marseille, my first home game at Marseille. I ended up in a wedding party, <laughs> a, a, a hotel. They invited me in. They found out it was a Marseille player. I just signed. And they offered. I was in the hotel concord at uh, Marseille, and a wedding party. Asked me to go into the wedding for photos, and I just went, yeah. And I had a couple of drinks in there, but but I left. But sometimes intentionally, you don't. He doesn't mean to embarrass the FA. He just develops as the nights go go goes on, and he's probably stayed later, than he probably thought he would have. Probably had a good time. He's taken a late, lot of flack the last three months and was probably not considering Yes, it's stupid, Gab, I don't deny it, but we all do stupid things at times. I've done right. many, many stupid I know. things.
1: I know. I think you also paid the consequences for Maybe. many of the stupid things. Do you know that you what
3: did? I would say as well? Do you know what all the best teams I've played in, I've been part of going out and times on the odd occasion and we had an atmosphere within the group and I wouldn't swap that for what we ended up achieving. I never won anything in my career. Yeah. I got promoted but I wouldn't have won anything, Gab. I wasn't good enough to play for Liverpool you or played Man United. You for Celtic.
1: You could have won something.
3: Well, I couldn't. I left before the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so I, to me, I, do you know what? Some of my greatest memories of being with the lads and the atmosphere I had within that group? Being, but you know what? I'm glad you
1: have very nice memories. And I'm glad Wayne Rooney no. has very nice memories, too. But by the same token, I don't have a problem. You, you make your decisions. You face your own content. Am, am I wrong here, Alison? No,
2: I agree with you. He's, first of all, he's England captain. That has to, if it means anything at all, it's about, it's about oh, I don't know, showing that you're a grown-up. He's, he's undermined Gareth Southgate. In public, they'll say, yes, we're all behind the gaffer. We think you make a great England manager. And then they're in, in, a, in a, one stroke, they've made Gareth Southgate look like he's either made a very poor call by giving them time off or a very weak character by not knowing how to control them. Suddenly, they all look like kids as opposed to grown-ups. Yes, they beat Scotland, but they still had another match. And downtime does not mean getting plastered. It means it should mean getting to know each other better doing stuff that makes you feel like you're part of a family and a group and having trust in each other so that when you go out and play you know that you all you all know each other really well and you trust each other and yet you, you, it is possible for a dynamic that's going well off the field of play to work well on the field of play and all going off in different directions and yet acting oddly in different places does not does not make yeah, you a good
1: team it, it's not the drinking thing in this case with Rooney he wasn't going to play and if he'd stayed up till five o'clock in the morning in the hotel lobby doing crunches, it still would have been odd and weird behavior. And I don't understand why can't this person be normal when he's at work and not realize that, as you said, there, Gareth Southgate is not has not signed his contract yet. You want to over undermine and make him seem like another another buffoon? Hey, seriously, think back to. I challenge you guys to think back to previous England managers and tell me the last England manager who isn't considered a bit of a freak show and a buffoon. No, because I, I honestly, you, you're, you're doing like like oh, like obviously Sam wasn't around long, but we all made the you know I'm a keto speaker, the pint of wine, right? Boy, that that was hilarious. Roy Hodgson, you all made fun of the way the, the way he talked and whatever, and then and and his face. Capello was 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 another weirdo, couldn't speak the language. McLaren and the Brawley, how much do people laugh at him? Ericsson couldn't keep it in his trousers, right? And by the end, everybody was tired of that. Kagan. Keegan, I don't even want to go there.
3: Huddle, oh, oh yeah. Hoddle, Yes,
1: okay, yeah. fine. Yeah, the, 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 that's a great example of everything. <laughs> and 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 then the Terry Venables. Seriously, the, the last person. And you know what?
3: But Maybe... every national manager, nearly every nation. I mean, go back to no, the the oh, no, world no, world no,
4: world no, world no, world. no, 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 no. This is just you. I mean, this not is... you. As you are, <laughs> but this is just England. You know, I, I know we had Dominic, and Dominic was a bit of a weirdo, but oh, it's nowhere near as bad as England.
1: And actually, you know what? No, I well, disagree with well, that. Listen, listen. Listen, no, no, let, let's take like
3: the worst than any of them. Yeah, okay,
1: Let's take the Republic of Ireland as an example, right? Big Jack. No, no, well, forget make, the big, yeah, Trump. great But did you, do you Mike do, Martin? Yes, my mate Martin. Do, does the Irish media make fun of him and say, "Oh, look, Martin's such a weirdo"? Oh, look at him in his funny glasses. No, they don't, <laughs> right? Um, uh, they'll, they'll criticize them if they do badly. A few
3: uh, there's a few programs on in Ireland. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, I
1: don't watch and, Irish television. Well, believe <laughs> I it or do. Not.
3: That's what I'm going to tell yeah, you. Yeah, so you're
1: talking about Rosenstock. And take, like...
3: They take a mic- Mickey out of the managers. Yes, they do. But, okay, but you know, I'm not talking know about, about a satirical. if when you qualify for tournaments and then you win games, then you've got more likelihood that you won't get criticized. I'm not and be talking
1: mocked. about satirical programs. I'm talking about mainstream. Mainstream press and under this undermining of of Gareth Southgate, I just think it was just it was just unnecessary. And it's like gee, very, thanks very much. And you know what? And like Matthew Side has a piece today, says like, oh, but you know, like this this um the sanctimony. It's not about sanctimony, right? I don't care what you do. I just care that you don't make the situation more complicated. If the press are a bunch of jackasses and that's what you think that they are, that's fine. And don't give them, don't give them more ammunition. Don't go and cry afterwards in the mix zone about they're going after me.
3: How long have you been in this country living, Gab?
1: A long time.
3: Okay, and you don't tell me the press are not the best in the world at getting stories in England. They are in incredible they finding are incredibly good at it. Yes. They're not they're finding good anything. On any someone any it. Like, they don't need and anything.
4: And and, and they get paid fifty quid to it's not they're not finding anything. It's like people but calling. That's no, why I, I struggle to understand what I mean, with what I mean, screen.
3: Julian, is that they don't need anything yeah. to create a story. No yeah. a lot of times. But they need Look but, at
4: this but, story.
1: This no, story is true though.
4: Yeah. The worst with Rooney is that he's going through the worst time of his career, clearly. How stupid are you to just think like, yeah, well, it's really the time where I know all the media watching me when I play, when I don't play. This is when I have to be an example because I'm the captain and I I know if he doesn't, then it's even worse. But he should know that, you know, the whole thing is, is really going bad for him.
3: Do you think if um, if he was if if you he was, prime, was English? What, what 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 stories would he have made? But it's a
4: different culture, Cast. You can't compare with France. We <laughs> well, would
3: never you write that story your to English managers. Cass, sorry, I can Cass, tell Cass, you, sorry, hundreds of. Was, was, was
1: there a moment in time when when Bartes was captain of of an underachieving underachieving French France side?
3: Well, he's never captain.
1: Uh huh. Yeah. From. Exactly. That's the point. Barthes was a goalkeeper. He was always kind of like the weirdo so at the okay. back.
4: Yes. Because so least, Blanc behaved you behaved but it's behave that way? It's, okay. no, but, and look, look. it's a different situation. Oh, Barthes I smoked know. weed. He got done. He got suspended for six months and that was it. We never did like... You suspended. spell it. You know, so really blame plays. in the press or the player.
3: For what? Because you're saying he smoked weed and he got done for six months. Yeah, but so but
4: we treated it as a, as a as a news story, and that was it. We didn't put judgment. So that's we what didn't...
3: I'm saying. Are you blaming the press because we overhyp everything here and we continue definitely, to go on about definitely. it? Definitely, And okay. and Rooney as well. I think both. There.
1: It's not normal this behaviour. You 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 people think that this is this is normal. This is letting your hair. This is not normal, not when you're in that role, and and the fact that he doesn't understand it. You know when Mourinho's saying blaming the FA for not protecting Rooney. I at first I thought like oh come on Mourinho like again like it was the bitching and the moaning, but then I realized actually you have a point, you know I, he obviously has his own reasons for protecting it for for for, for blaming the FA. But, so why didn't he, he send a car? No, no no no. The bottom line of it it is absurd that this person mm-hmm. right who who's the England captain who's a dad who's got a family and everything needs protection. Well, what does Mourinho want to do? Have two chaperones hanging out with him, making sure that, oh, look, let's make sure he doesn't go do something stupid? He's not Gaza. But you've no. kind of turned him into it, into him with your inanities over the years.
3: Hmm. Sir so Alex Ferguson used, to, Ferguson used to send a plane to get Irwin and Keane on every trip. Wherever they were, Dublin, Eastern Bloc. a plane would come out. Private jet for them to get them back as quick as they could. Now... Has there been any communication between Mourinho and Southgate or even Rooney himself to say, Saturday, you were out of the team. He knew he was out of the team and he weren't going to train the next day. When Mourinho might have phoned up and said, get, get Rooney back here in Manchester today.
1: Why should he go we back to Manchester? He's the England probably. captain. That, Why, there's Why
2: there's a no shouldn't he? Because it Cass, stops the situation. This is, this is exactly the point. He stayed. He stayed with England because he's England captain. And Southgate thought this is about building team morale. It doesn't matter who plays against Spain. The point is, we're a team, we're together. Um, Rooney says, and but, he he, but Harry he does back. the exact opposite. And instead of staying and having a good time behind closed doors with his teammates, he, for some reason, he feels the need to sit with people he does not know. Complete strangers dressed in his England kit till five in the morning. As Gab says, that is odd.
3: Yeah, uh, I agree it's odd. I, uh, but I also would say that Harry Kane went back to his club, and I would also argue that Jose could can blame the FA and can blame True. whoever he wants, but you can also say, well, maybe I should have got him back to Manchester knowing he was out of the team and knowing he wasn't going to train oh, the next he, day. If he
2: wasn't England captain, he would have. Sir Alex would have done he that. Would've. He would have. Hmm. There's a okay. reason why you England captain, you stay. And, and Rooney has made it perfectly clear that he's not really England captain material by staying and doing They're that. Okay. Just, to
4: finish, just to finish, there was that former player, and it was not Cass, and I really can't remember who he was, who then said... I don't understand because people always say that football players are in their own world. They never mix with normal people. They're cut off from their fans. And what Rooney did is actually the opposite. You know, he went, no, he's not. It's weird. He could have just gone to that wedding, taken a few photos signed a few autographs and then gone to bed or gone to play the PlayStation if you wanted to his room. Do you think people would be pissed the hell out of you? Do you win.
3: really think that he's going to go, oh, yeah, five minutes, blads no no that? Way that gonna to drone, the first no way. You forced him to get drunk. No, run, I didn't say I about a drink. But you saying five minutes or ten minutes, and d- you are not getting away from this <laughs> wedding. After <laughs> <wedding. laughs> half an hour, <laughs> you <laughs> you know, said no you after half, half an hour, what the would you the do wedding, more?
4: I've been there. I've been in that situation. No, not until five and I got drunk. You said for a bit, and then you went
3: to six. I went and stayed at six. Um, no, I, no I'm, not, I'm It's okay to. It's, it's okay the to.
4: crazy
1: people at the wedding party who came up no, captain Don't no, let him know. It's their it's, the, it's, the, it's the bride. It's the bride and the groom. I've, it's their fault.
3: I've been in that situation. Yes. I'm nowhere near as famous it's as fine. Wayne Rooney or Dan achieved anything near him. You go somewhere and you ain't getting out there. You are not
1: leaving in 10 minutes. That's fine. Just, but not so maybe it's half an hour. Maybe it's 45 minutes. How is it that? How is it? Using your logic, then like like David Beckham would just be in a permanent prison all his <laughs> life. I mean, how does he in messy
3: ma- He is in a prison all his they life. They don't.
1: They don't. They don't. He, he stayed till 5 o'clock in the morning because, because he to some degree to, he wanted, wanted to, to be to there. Drink. Okay? nobody forced him to be there <laughs> Gee, You know, it, 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 it's, it's, it's some, journalists
3: I'm sitting in here yeah exactly oh <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> well, by the way are far worse than us
1: Matthew Syed is on your is on your wavelength maybe, maybe you should we've had this conversation too about who's worse you know there are people beyond Irish journalists he was doing or it journalists of ping Irish ping descent <laughs> do you really believe that <laughs> thank you all for your views on Wayne Rooney uh, I'm imagining this debate won't go away which is a bit of a shame and part of your problem uh, to begin with <laughs> Right, how about some, what we call quick hits. Now, for those who are unfamiliar, like maybe those of you listening on TalkSport too, the idea here is that I ask a question, I'm free to talk over and shout over anybody I like, whenever I like, in whatever way I like, but the people answering the question um, after, because we don't want them to go on for too long and be all really boring. After 20 seconds, they will hear this sound effect. When they reach 25 seconds, they'll hear this sound effect. Okay? Hopefully everybody will be disciplined and I won't need to use my sound effects. It's six wins out of six for Chelsea, who beat Middlesbrough 1-0, and now they leapfrog City and Liverpool in their top of the table. Uh, Alison, are you ready to crown them yet? What could go wrong?
2: Uh, what could go wrong is uh, In Hazard gets an injury uh, and teams start to work out how to play 3-4-3. At the moment, they're not, and it's giving... Uh, a lot of freedom to players such as Victor Moses who is regularly man of the match simply because no one knew he had what he could do if he had the ball so often he's in so much space um, and it, the system also allows Hazard to express himself and do we do you know there are now more Victors in the Premier League than any other name
1: you mean people named what? Victor what
4: called Victor
1: you just made that up no, yeah
4: you it. made that up it's
1: true Wanyama Moses yeah
4: you see there's
3: loads Van Valdez.
1: Wow, very impressive. <laughs> Yaya Touré returns with a bang to the City midfield as they win at Crystal Palace uh, 2-1. Uh, Yaya reportedly said he knew Pep would need him at some point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Julian, does this actually make
4: City better or is this just shop window stuff ahead of January? I don't think it makes them better, really. I know he scored two, but you know it was against Crystal Palace and, and, and Alan Pardew, so I think it's more stuff ahead January and I I, I just can't see Pep choosing Yaya over the other better players he has and he's used so far. So you
1: think it's simply Pardew, the Pardew effect?
4: Yeah, the effect.
1: Yeah, makes sense to me. Uh, Liverpool are held at Southampton 0-0 thanks to some heroic defending and some bad finishing. Uh, Cass, should Klopp have sent Sturridge on sooner um, or maybe change the approach given that some Liverpool players looked a little bit tired?
3: No, I don't think he should have put Sturridge on sooner. What is amazing me in the game at the moment is that this was a th- result that took Liverpool top of the league table only for 24 hours. That They could have easily won with Firmino's chance and Marley if they take them. A 0-0 draw at Southampton now is treated as a terrible result. I thought it was a good result and took them top of the league only for 24 hours. So, no, nope, Sturridge, I think, was used in the right way.
1: Right, maybe it's a good result, but maybe given the chances they created, they... Yeah.
3: Well, <laughs> you miss chances some days. Like they hit six against Watford, took every chance there. You, you can't have it every game. You can I take every chance. I mean, if Sturridge chance, had been on people for longer... do miss.
1: All right, there's right. a strikers coalition here. Leicester City fall at Watford 2-1. Allison, it's your call. You can either lament Ranieri's plight or celebrate Watford once again, proving all those stupid, stupid, ignorant, ill-informed haters wrong in questioning, oh, the turnover of managers and blah, blah, blah. Which do you choose to do?
2: Well, they didn't look stupid when they got thrashed 6-1, as, as Cass kindly reminds me, um, at Anfield. Um, but uh, uh, Vicarage Road is a bit of a fortress, and it's, um, they do play well there, so fine. Leicester are more interesting. I don't have any strong memories of 1938, when Manchester City won the title and then got relegated in the, uh, the following season. But I, I suspect Leicester, once they've got to grips with Champions League excitement, they'll, they'll be OK.
1: They won't get relegated. You realize how there's some really, really god-awful teams in the Premier League.
3: West Ham? No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't put West Ham above them. Actually, speaking of, uh, Swansea draw 1-1 at Everton, but slipped to bottom of the table um, all by their lonesome. Julian, you were rather mean about Bob Bradley last week or two weeks ago, whenever it was. Are you going to be nicer this time?
4: not really it was a bit better it was a bit better he seemed to learn a bit more of the lessons of getting hammered and battered in the last few weeks they went. yeah they could have won it still it was not great and I think it was more Everton we're not in a very good day than Swansea in a great day the jury is out still for me with, with Bobby with our friend Bobby I know you love him don't look at me like that it's like I'm Make not convinced out. I'm not convinced yet <laughs>
1: Uh, some laughed when David Moy spent all that money on uh, Victor uh, Anichebe, but he came up big again as Sunderland spanked Hull.
2: Another Victor.
1: Yet another guy named Victor uh, Cass. You suggested uh, in your excellent piece in the um, in the game that maybe our Victor isn't just isn't really selfish enough as a target man. You want to elaborate
3: on that? Well, Were you selfish? Um, I as I got older and more experienced, yeah. And I and it added more goals to my game. Um, I think Victor, two thousand and five, he made his Premier League debut. 27 goals in 11 years. Just over two a season. He's got three in the last... <laughs> that's that's difficult to that do. Is, that is, I mean, look, West Brom let him go. I they think paid Gary six. Neville
1: scored more goals than that in, well, in his career.
3: West Brom and, played £6 million for him. They let him go for nothing. And obviously David's worked for him at Everton, so that's why he's taking him. And I looked at Victor and think, what haven't you got? And he's actually a very difficult player to play against. I think yeah. I can only assume, and watching him, he never gets loads of chances to miss them. He just doesn't get them. And I can only assume, I look at him and think, you need to be more selfish if you want to get more goals.
1: Maybe David Moyes can do one of those things, like from, from the fly, where like you put like Victor and he should be in one box and Jermaine Defoe in the other. Great finisher, but getting a little older, perhaps, and then you combine them into...
3: Good idea. Good partnership.
2: There were three victors at the Riverside alone. enough That's <laughs> right, enough with,
4: Vic-
3: with victors. Are you counting Chelsea's
4: victory as a victor? <laughs> <laughs> ah!
2: That's...
4: Gab, one for you. So many huge games in Europe this weekend. We don't know where to begin. So what stood out? Uh, there were tremendous,
1: uh, tremendous games. I, I wish the uh, the powers that be, the, the, the great sort of Bilderberg conspiracy theory at the heart of European football could arrange it so they'd be more spread out. But um, the Madrid derby, uh, tremendous uh, Real Madrid, going there winning 3-0, Ronaldo getting a hat trick. But... Uh, but really, and I wrote about this in the game on Mondays in Sedan, Zidane, really, I think, shocking. Um, so many of us were were so critical, so skeptical when he was appointed. Um, he's proving everybody wrong. He's really making a difference. Uh, uh, equally, the Bayern, uh, Bayern losing at Borussia Dortmund, 1-0. They had the upper hand, but obviously it's coming pretty tricky now for, for Carlo Ancelotti. And finally, the Milan derby. Um, tremendous. 2-2. Last-minute winner. Tremendous game. Up and down. Um, And I think it makes you hopeful that uh, the rightful owners of European football are are slowly coming back and waking from their long slumber. And it's time for everybody to be very afraid. Right, that's all we've got time for today. Many, many thanks to my guests today, Tony Cascarino, Alison Rudd, and also Julian Lawrence. Uh, Remember, it's just £12 for a 12-week trial Just search The Times online. Uh, Please press that subscribe button on wherever you choose to download your podcast and leave leave a review on iTunes if you're listening on an Apple device. Uh, We're going to be back
2: next week. Till next time. Bye-bye. The Game is brought to you by The Times. For more information and more podcasts from The Times, head to thetimes.co.uk.